Steve Swanskowski here along with Michael Goldsmith. And we're coming to you live from CC Heights here in Rochester, Minnesota. Had a great show today, Michael, and we've yeah. got one last segment here we're going to talk about. We're kind of on this, uh, about it, yes. this theme of, of family life and virtue and moving forward. And we're going to talk about virtuous fatherhood with Jay Wickham from the Diocese of Rapid City. Good morning, Jay. How are you today? Good morning. I'm doing well. Thank you. Awesome. Excellent. Well, I, uh, it's, uh, I know you mentioned you were fighting a cold this morning earlier, and I, I know a lot of people are out there fighting colds. So, uh, folks, let's just fight these colds together and get yeah. through the winter. And not the coronavirus or whatever. Yeah, not that one. That's not a cold. That's yes, that's else. right. That's something else. So, uh, Jay, thanks for being with us. Let's talk a little bit about virtuous fatherhood. My gosh, I think we could break that apart and talk about virtue and then fatherhood, but they do go well together, yes, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> Yeah, yes, they do, and um, um, there's many kind of parts to that um, virtuous fatherhood. Um, you know, men are, are, are we're called today to be leaders of our families. Um, you know, and our society desperately needs men. We need men to lead our families. Um, um, and leading, I guess, when I think of leadership as a Catholic father, a, a virtuous father, um, you know, it means... First and foremost, going to God the Father and prayer and asking, you know, God for the grace to, to fulfill that vocation, to be that father and, and husband we're called to be. Um, but we're also called, as virtuous fathers, to be men of action, to be called to action, you know, and, mm. and to take our kids to Mass, to take our kids to yeah. confession and participate, I guess, really a lot, too, participate in our kids' religious education, Um and so when I think of virtuous fatherhood, you know, I think of leadership. I think of men leading their families, you know, in a virtuous life and, and in action. Yeah. We were just talking with Scott Schwab about the same kind of thing really tying in and all to that. So, Jay, uh, so it, isn't it okay for me as a father just to tell my children, I love you, and if it changes, I'll let you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it hasn't been successful. Um, that, uh, that, that's that that in that direction or that effect, you know, it hasn't um, been. And you know, but I do think a lot of men in today's society, um, and especially our Catholic men, they don't really see the impact that they can really have on their children. Um, you know, statistically, you know, if you look at the statistics, it shows that you know the father. If the father's Catholic, if the father is a practicing Catholic, if he has a relationship with the father and lives that virtuous life, his children are going to remain Catholic. His kids are going to build that relationship with God the Father. You know, statistically, you know, I don't have the sources, and all, but, you know, the statistics that I see, how important that father is. And, and I, I don't want to disregard the mother's importance, because she is important, but we have a different role, and fathers really play a key in that. And I think the big key is we are the face, we're the face of God the Father to our children. So, right. you know, as, as we hand down the faith and the children, you know, they kind of, it has to become their faith, you know, their ability, our, our relationship with our kids really colors the relationship that our children have with God the Father. And so, um, you know, we fall short. As men, obviously, we're not God the Father. We fall short, but we're called to pick ourselves up, and our children see that. We pick ourselves up, and we strive for holiness. Um, that that impacts our children's 
relationship with God the Father and their ability to um, have a deep relationship and loving relationship with God the Father. Yeah, I I think too, you know, Jay, I I have a special relationship with my two daughters and I have a different relationship with my son too. So, I mean, in that respect, we have that whole thing working. But, you know, it continues. My, My children are getting older we still have to continue to do that, right? I mean, we need to work through that as they're little and as we're teaching them, but even when they begin to go out of the house or even into their own adulthood, you know, I I think we still have an important role to play, don't you think? I agree 100%, and, um, you know, it grows and changes, and I'm actually experiencing that in my family right now. My my oldest daughter is 21, and Mm -hmm. my youngest daughter, well, or my youngest son, I'm sorry, is 12, and I, I see, you know, my daughter is out of the house, and my, in my conversations with her, my relationship with her, um, it's different. It's grown. It's changed. The questions she asks me, the discussions that we have, our relationship, it has grown and changed. And, and you know, when, when they're young, a, a lot of it is, you know, teaching and forming. And then when the kids get older and they really have to claim the faith as their own, really, you know, I mean, they have to have that relationship um, that right. our relationship with them changes and our impact or our ability and just it changes as they grow and develop. If you just joined us, we're visiting with Jay Wickham, and we're talking about virtuous fatherhood. Jay is uh, in, in charge of an event coming up in the Diocese of Rapid City. We're going to uh, talk to you about that a little bit in a minute, so stay tuned for those details. Because oftentimes, you know, uh, Jay, first of all, as we mentioned in, in a previous interview, sometimes we need to know that we need something. We Sometimes you don't know what you don't know, right? And uh, so if we think about as men, you mentioned you just mentioned we're the face of God the Father to our children. We're the face of God the Father to our children. So as husbands, as men, as fathers, um, what does that look like? What kind of a face am I being to my children? Uh, should that scare the heck out of me, Jay? <laughs> you know, it can at times. And I think I actually think the honest is the evil one can use that against us in that um, we're going to fail. You know, we, we're human beings, and we're going to fail. And I think sometimes, um, you know, we let that discouragement, you know, you know, God says, you know, be, be holy as I am holy. Well, we know we can't live up to that, but we also know that we're called to strive for that holiness. And I think, I think if our wives and our children witnessed us striving for that, holiness and seeing us fail, seeing us fall, picking ourselves up and living as men of hope because because we know we're not perfect, we know we're not going to be the perfect father that we're called to be, but knowing that we have a merciful father in heaven who understands us and understands why we fall and is there to help pick us up. And we have a Heavenly Mother who is there with us as well to pick us up and to lead us to our own Calvary, to guide us. And and so I think sometimes, you know, men, we sometimes get 
we can get discouraged by the calling that is great. It's, it's a great calling, and there's no manual. You know, you get your car <laughs> yeah, for sure. Your manual. There's no manual with children, and with the, you know, and so we fall, and sometimes that discouragement or that you know, trying to be the heavenly Father, the face of our Father, the heavenly Father. That's a that's a big task, and sometimes. You know, we can't let that discourage us and, and continue to strive for holiness, continue to strive for uh, what God calls us to be. And I think our children, our family, and our wives will see that and see our witness, and I think it will strengthen them and, mm-hmm. and uh, guide them. I think it's a good point, Jay. I, I know that when I am loving my children, I can see in my eyes that in my wife's eyes that she loves me more. When I'm doing things with my children or for my children, you can I can just see the love in her eyes when she looks at me. And I think mm-hmm. uh, us men, we need to. <laughs> I think it's true. And any wise, if you disagree, send me us, us an email and yeah. tell me I'm wrong. But I'm guessing that's the truth. When we love our children, our we are loving our wives. Yeah. Um, and so you know, we have these Catholics men's conferences across the network. Um, and so if you're in a, a listening area and you haven't been to a, a men's conference in your diocese get to your diocese diocesan website and check it out um, for that but hey if you're in rapid city guess what we got one coming up for you um, the catholics men Con- men's conference is uh, saturday march 14th and the speaker jay talk to us about dr um, mario sacasa Yep, dr mario sacasa yep so dr mario he is a, a christian husband and father um, and that's kind of really his primary vocation and passion. Um, he's, you know, but he's also a Catholic psychologist, and he lives in New Orleans, Louisiana. And um, so what Dr. Sacasa brings to, what he's going to bring to us at the conference is um, what it really means. So, you know, the, the name of the conference is Behold the Man, you know, and that. So Dr. Sakasa is going to speak to us about what it means to be a Catholic man. And he's going to, you know, spiritually, emotionally, and physically, what does that mean? What does that look like to be a Catholic man? And, you know, I, and so, and, you know, I think it's important in our society today, you know, to understand that we are equal. We are equal to our to women, to our wives. We're equals, but we're very different, you know. And, right. and so... And so, and sometimes um, that's hard for us to kind of understand. And so, Dr. Sakas is going to talk to us about that. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of the psychology of that, the reality of you know uh, of being a man physically, spiritually, and emotionally. Yeah, we're different in in, in aspects, but we're also complementary in some. So, you know, to to have all that exactly. tra- drawn out is, is is a is a great thing to come to. And I know that. Steve just said, you know, that we're having this event, and I know in Diocese of Winona, Rochester, here we have a men's conference here in Rochester in April. I don't know the exact dates, so you can look on the diocesan website for that, but I'm sure there's other conferences throughout the area, and I encourage men across this, the listening area to look into those conferences because it's really important for us to 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 gather as men and to build each other up and to hold and support each other because without that you know we just kind of fall short we we need that that camaraderie with other men to know that we're going through these struggles and and things together and that that there's other guys out there that are willing to pray for us to love us and to lift us up uh, you know so can you speak to that a little bit more and about you know about the event coming up here Jay? You bet. So, so men, 
you know, we're great at thinking that we're the only ones going through the problems or the struggles that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And, and we're, you know, we naturally as men don't communicate very well. It's, you know, women are better communicators than we are. And so a lot of times we isolate ourselves in our struggles and think that, you know, I'm alone in my struggles. Nobody else kind of, you know, is going through what I'm going through. And so, you know, as men, we're, we're really called, um, well, one, one is just, I think, like I said, the enormity of what we're called to do, I think, can be, uh, can be fearful for us as men. And we're, and so we can isolate ourselves. And so it's important that we come together as men and want to understand what it means to be a man. And two is to share with other men our struggles, you know, and our joys and, mm-hmm. and hear, you know, what they've done and what they've gone through and what, how that is similar to what we've gone through and realize that we are not alone and that we, uh, you know, we have other men that, yeah, like you said, can pray for us and fill us up and can, and lead us to God. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So, Jay, that that event you have coming up there in Rapid City is the Catholic Men's Conference. Behold the Man is the theme. Saturday, March 14th at the Terra Sancta Retreat Center. Um, uh, the speaker is Dr. Mario Sacasa. And the cost is $40 per person. That includes everything, the conference, breakfast, lunch. And you can register at terrasancta.org. That's Terra, T-E-R-R-A, like the land, Terra Sancta, S. A-N-C-T-A dot org. Um, and so, Jay, thank you for putting it together and uh, and uh, really helping lead our brothers yeah. to this relationship with Christ. The work that you're doing is very important. So thank yeah. you for that. Thank you for having me on this morning. I appreciate it. Yep. Blessings to you, uh, Jay, and, and, and best of luck on, on getting men over to that and look into uh, other things that are happening for men's conferences across the area, man. So uh, thank you, Jay. And right now we're going to end our interview for, this, for our show, and we're going to send it up to Eli to tell us what's going on tomorrow. Alrighty, thanks. Michael, here's what's coming up on our next show. That's going to be tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, up in our Grand Fork studio, hosted by Father Jason Leffer and Father James Gross. How can you help your friends if their marriage is falling apart? That's part of what we'll find out as we visit with Father Curtis Gunwall of the Diocese of Fargo. And anger is often viewed as a negative emotion, but what if we could channel our anger for change and productivity? Well, Dr. Mario Sacasa will join us tomorrow to share some details. And it's a program that helps people break free of poverty to find hope and stability. What is this program, and how did God work to fu- how did God work to bring it about? Well, we'll find out about that as we visit, we, as we visit with Sue Young and Sandy Henham. All that and a whole lot more is coming up tomorrow morning, nine to eleven a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Right back to you. You're getting all tongue-tied there, Eli. Getting all tongue-tied there. I, I am. I don't know what it is this morning. It's, it's, it, they're not hard it's the words cold to up say, there. but when you put you them need all in, together, it's just you, you know. need in some more coffee or something. I do need some more coffee. That's true. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Yeah, a little Thank bit you of water for, uh, after my cup, though. So, you know. thanks for keeping <laughs> us on the straight and narrow. We appreciate it very thanks, much. Thanks, Steve. So, um, well, uh, Michael, it's been great, and I've got uh, Mike, Mike Kudrowski and I, and I traveled down here the, on Monday to be with you, so thank you for the opportunity to be yes. with here, and Michael, uh, or Mike uh, Kudrowski, we have you on the mic, what do you, uh, <laughs> give us some words of wisdom. Well, I think it was a great show, uh, Michael and, and Steve, and, uh, you know, we have a lot of work to do out there, and it's just, uh, it, it's just nice, uh, 
Uh, the Lord has blessed us with this, uh, uh, with this vocation of uh, Real Presence Radio and the opportunity to help people out there. And uh, again, uh, a tremendous amount of work to do. And uh, just wanted to uh, extend a thanks to all our good patrons in the Rochester area. We got to visit with uh, many of them here the last couple of days. And it's just quite gratifying, the support that we received. And uh, we're just so blessed. Yes, so blessed with... Excellent, excellent. Well, thank you, Michael, Mike, for that. And Michael, again, thank you yes, for being thanks for coming down, here, guys. Yep. accommodating. He made put everything together for us, the schedule. We just he yeah, picked us up and dropped us off. I and was a chauffeur, and yes, I yeah. was happy to do it. And I'm so. so so blessed that you guys were able to come down and 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 build what's going on down here and uh, bringing the people to to Christ down here. So we have some good things going on down here. Of course, across the whole radio network, we have the 27, 30, 30 different uh, signals. So we are blessed across the area. And I'm, I'm, I'm blessed as myself to be a part of this great uh, family. So, Well, thanks again, folks, for tuning in. This has been Real Presence Live. Uh, we're going to uh, send it back to uh, network programming in a minute but thank you for tuning in stay with us we'll be back with you live again tomorrow morning on real presence live from 9 to 11 god bless and have a great day take care have a great day this has been real presence live on the real presence radio network Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast anytime of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.